welcome to the Narcolepsy Optimized Podcast. My name is Jerry Moore, and over the past three years, I've been dedicating my life to finding alternative strategies to live a better life with narcolepsy. Now, this podcast is a compilation of all the important research that I've uncovered, as well as the lessons I have learned along the way. Now, today's episode, we're going to talk about the burning question that everyone is asking. How do we wake up and have more energy when we wake up? So that's what we're going to be talking about in today's episode. We're going to be talking about the, the factors that influence the body uh, to wake up and feel more energized. We're going to talk about how we can specifically influence these factors. And as always, we're going to talk about step-by-step protocols to do so to improve our lives. All right, so uh, before we get started, remember, don't use this information as medical advice. Do your own research and always consult with a medical professional before making any changes to any of your routines. All right, so I think when we're talking about waking up with more energy, I think everyone would unanimously say that is something that they strive for and that is something they want. They want to wake up and feel better. They want to feel motivated to start their day. Uh, because we all know when we wake up and we feel crappy, we start our day off feeling crappy, we start our day off feeling tired, that mood can stick with us and affect us for the rest of the day, right? It doesn't allow us to really break out of that cycle of feeling crappy and uh, unmotivated. So uh, today's episode, we're going to set up how to wake up with more energy. Now, before we do that, obviously, we're talking about the factors, how we do that. Uh, but we're really going to focus on today on the things that we do in the morning to set our daytime routine, right? To really wake up with energy and have more energy. Now, before we do that, the first factor, obviously, to wake up feeling more energized is getting quality sleep. Now, we already talked about that in last episode on steps to do uh, your nighttime routine to improve the quality of your sleep and the factors that uh, really are important for that. So if you guys haven't listened to that, definitely go back and check it out. As a very brief recap, what things are we doing to improve the quality of our sleep at night so that we can wake up with more energy? Uh, so quick recap, we want to decrease our light intake. So the bright lights around us as we get closer to our bedtime. And as we decrease this light stimulus, uh, we are going to increase our production of melatonin, which is going to help improve our sleep. Second thing that we're going to work on is eating our dinner at a consistent time as well as eating it three to four hours before our bedtime and not consuming any food really inside that last three hour windows before our planned bedtime. And lastly, we're utilizing our room. We're changing our room. We transformed our room into our sleeping temple. We are removing all electronics, all distractions. That means keeping your cell phones out, TV, stuff like that, and only utilizing your room for sex and for sleep. All right, because remember, we train our body to do, uh, that's how our body responds. Our body responds to the things that we consistently do and the things that we, that we consistently tell it. Our body doesn't respond by thinking consciously, okay, it's time to go to bed, now go to bed. Uh, we all have been in that process where we try to think ourselves to sleep or think ourselves to feel energized, and it doesn't work, right? Our body doesn't work like that, it doesn't communicate like that. Now, how it does communicate is through habits and the things that we do consistently on a day-to-day basis, all right? So let's go ahead and transfer into our morning routine, talking about our morning routine, how to wake up with more energy, all right? So the first thing that we're gonna talk about is something that we talked about the opposite uh, last episode. So last episode, again, we talked about decreasing our light exposure to improve our melatonin production as well as 
to make our body feel like, okay, it's time to go to bed because that is how our body responds to light. It feels like light means daytime, means activity, means to do things, right? So that is what we want to do in the morning time. So nighttime, decrease light stimulus. Morning time, we want to increase light stimulus, all right? We want more lights around us, more lights as possible, as most lights as possible, all right? And what this is going to help, in particular, when we're talking about light, uh, sunlight is always the best. When I say light, uh, sunlight is the creme de la creme, all right? That is what we're looking for because it has some particular rays that are going to set our morning time, tell our body that, hey, it is time to wake up and it is time to be productive, all right? So if you have the ability to go out in the morning time when you wake up and to go view the sunlight, that is my best tip that I can give you of all time, of all everything I say inside of this podcast. If you guys consistently go out and view sunlight in the morning time, that is going to be one of the best things that you can do. And it's super fast. It's easy. All right. The problem is that the sunlight uh, changes. It varies from time to time. Right. Uh, some of the seasons, uh, sometimes it's earlier, sometimes it's later. And as we're going into the fall right now, I know this is something that's even difficult for me when I want to wake up at you know, 6 30, 7 o'clock, it's dark out. Uh, and it, it's tough to get those sun rays in. All right. So when we can't get the sun rays in, light is a good option in general. So when you're waking up, turning on the lights, getting things going, getting your body moving, telling it it is time to be awake. All right. Um, also, when we're doing this, we also want to increase our activity levels in the morning time. All right, so so many of us, if we have work in the morning, let's say at 7.30 or 8 o'clock, we're getting out of bed 30 minutes beforehand, we're frantically brushing our teeth, we're showering, we're driving straight to work, we're slugging down a cup of coffee, we get to work and then we start working and it just is, it doesn't work for us, all right? It sucks. It's a crappy way to start the day. Uh, we're stressed out and it doesn't help our body wake up in the morning. All right, really what we want to do is we want to have some activity in the morning and this activity doesn't have to be intense, but we should get the body moving in some fashion. This could be things like yoga. This could be things like a morning walk. This could be things like a jog. This could be uh, working out, anything like that. Now, me personally, I don't like to do my, my hard workouts in the morning because I don't feel well the rest of the day. I prefer mine in, later in the day. Uh, some individuals may prefer them in the morning time. This is going to be a fit for you. But what I recommend for everybody is to at least get moving. And for me, I know that that is a morning hike slash walk. I go and walk up a big hill. I view my sunlight at the same time, and that's going to kill two birds with one stone. It's going to start my morning off good. Uh, I'm going to be viewing sunlight, and I'm going to be in increasing my blood flow and increasing my activity levels. So as we talked about before, our body responds to habits the things that it is trained consistently to do. So when we are increasing our blood flow, when we are increasing our adrenaline in the morning through some type of activity like walking up a hill or a light jog or yoga or something like that, we are telling our body, hey, at this specific time, we are going to be doing some activity that is going to require more energy from us, right? And our body says, after we do it for a week or two, our body says, hmm, okay, I see what's going on at this time, eight o'clock. At eight o'clock every day, we're gonna be walking up this hill, all right? And what is really interesting and really fascinating about the body is that it learns that, okay, eight o'clock is the time to walk up the hill. So what it will actually do is prepare, start to prepare for that walk up the hill, and 30 minutes prior 
to you walking up the hill, it will actually start to increase uh, adrenaline and increase heart rate and increase blood flow, which is, to me, is absolutely fascinating. They did a study on this with individuals who exercise, and after consistently staying on an exercise routine, 30 minutes before that exercise routine, the body started to prepare for exercise. Now, when we're talking about waking up and feeling energized, this is exactly what we want, right? We want our body to help us wake up and feel energized as opposed to our body being trained uh, to stay in bed and to be sleeping, all right? So that is first principle number one, and we're talking about light in the morning too. Light is a great way to wake up, guys. Uh, having the alarm clock on your phone, it sucks. <laughs> I think that we've all been there where we uh, have the light or have our alarm clock and it's wah, 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 and that's how we wake up every day. That's not a good way to start the day. Now, what is really cool is uh, one of my favorite tools, especially now when we're moving into the fall, usually I just wake up with the sunlight when it's between you know, 6 and 7.30 a.m., but as we're moving into the fall and into the winter and the days are shorter, light alarm clock, a light alarm clock. You set that next to your bed, and what, it ha what happens is the light slowly elevates over a 20 to 30 minute period. So it's, it's very dim, very dim, very dim, a little bit dimmer, a little bit brighter, 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 until you wake up. And again, that's over a 20 to 30 minute period and it's simulating the sunrise coming up. And what will happen is I don't need any sounds unless I like my face is in the pillow. Uh, usually I don't sleep like that. But in the case that my eyes are visible to this light or the outside of my eyes can, can see this light, I will naturally wake up. And what's great about this is this is going to pull us out of any sleep cycle that we're currently in and gradually wake us up. So as opposed to being in the middle of a sleep cycle, the alarm goes off, wah, 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 and we wake up and our body's like all confused. We don't know where we're at. We don't know what's going on, right? That's not the way to start the day. So if you guys want to make an investment into your sleep, light alarm clock is one of the best investments I can recommend. I will leave uh, my favorites down in the link below, uh, down in the, the uh, typed section below. You guys can check it out, all right? So second principle that we want to talk about is setting a consistent wake-up schedule. Setting a consistent wake-up schedule at least six days of the week. And when the things that we've just talked about, uh, about how our, our body is responding to our habits and the things that we're doing, this makes perfect sense, okay? When we are waking up, let's say that we're waking up at 6.30, all right? Let's say our work is at eight, we're waking up at 6.30, and we are snoozing for 30 minutes consistently, all right? We're consistently just, we hit the snooze alarm three or four times. And uh, again, I'm not here to point the finger because this was me. I'm pointing the finger at myself too. I've been there where you just snooze, 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 and that's all you do in the mornings. And that is your morning routine. We are training our body that when we wake up to hear that alarm, we are gonna go back to sleep. And that's, it's a habit. We're just ingraining it over and over and over again. So what we need to do is we need to tell our body that when we wake up, it is time to get up, right? It is not time to be sleeping anymore. We are, we are, we are telling our body it's time to wake up, it's time to be active, it's time to be productive, right? And as we continue to set these habits and set these markers, it is going to improve how our body responds when we wake up. It is gonna start getting used to this routine and says, okay, I know that around this time, I start seeing light from the light alarm clock or from the sunlight. It's time for me to get up, we're gonna go move, we're gonna be on a hike, and we're gonna come back, and then we're gonna be productive, and we're going to work, all right? Now, obviously, with narcolepsy, when, when I say, okay, it's that easy, when I talk about narcolepsy, it's not just that simple, right? It's not that simple and that, not that consistent, 
but that is what we need to strive for, right? That is what we strive for. And individuals that I work with, when we start to implement this routine, it does work. Being consistent on the wake up, doing those couple of morning routines, simple stuff, this stuff does dramatically change how you wake up in the morning, all right? So again, if you have an off day or two off days or three off days or four off days, which happens, right? When, when I'm sitting here telling you guys how to wake up with one energy with narcolepsy, guess what? There are still some days that I wake up and I just don't got it, right? That's the reality of living with narcolepsy. I wish that it wasn't like that, but that is, you know, that is the reality of it. But what we want to do is we want to strive to move toward this level of consistency. We want to try to be better during these things. And we want to try to improve our habits. And as we improve these things, for me, I know that my symptoms improve. And for the people that I work with, the same thing. Their symptoms do improve as we improve these habits. They're not perfect, but they are better, all right? And that's always what we're looking for. So trying to set a consistent wake-up time at least six days a week, and I say at least six days a week because I am a proponent of um, giving your body a day to rest when you feel like you need it. Uh, if there is a Sunday when you feel like, oh man, I just need some sleep, I am behind, I, have been, I haven't been getting good sleep uh, over the last week, I am a fan of sleeping in a little bit, having a lazy day, I'm okay with that. So if you're trying to set it six days a week, I think that is a solid foundation. Now, um, when I say consistent wake up time, 30 minutes, you got 30 minutes plus or minus of staying that time. So if your time is seven o'clock, sometime between 6.30 and 7.30 is when you're trying to wake up. The closer you move that together to one consistent time, the better off you're gonna be. And uh, stick to, try to stick to those morning routines. Try to, try to stop the snooze, um, try to work on getting up, getting out, viewing light, having the lights on, having music playing, going out, going for a hike, going for a walk, increasing the blood flow. It's really, really going to make a difference. All right, now the third principle, um, trying to wake up more naturally. Now, I can tell you guys a story when I first started, uh, when I first got diagnosed with narcolepsy, which was about 10 year, 10, 11 years ago. Um, my wake up routine, this was my wake up routine. I would set an alarm about 30 to 45 minutes before I actually had to wake up. I had my, my stimulants sitting next to my bed. Uh, my alarm would go off, I would pop a stimulant and I would go back to sleep, boom, go back to sleep. And I had another alarm set for, I think, 45 minutes later. Now, typically, I would, my stimulant would kick in while I was sleeping, and around that time, I would wake up kind of like Frankenstein and just whoa, come out with energy, and I would wake up, and I would, that's how I would start my day, and I would grab some coffee, I would slug some coffee down, and off I'd go. That's how I started my day, all right? And uh, when I'm starting to talk about this stuff, as with all things inside of this podcast, uh, when I talk about, particularly when I talk about medication and stuff, I'm talking about my personal experience, guys. Definitely don't change anything in your medication routine if it comes directly from your doctor. And if you want to try to change stuff or discuss things, talk to them about it because they are the professionals when it comes to medication, all right? But for me, what I found the, that what I was doing is that I was training my body that I could only be awake and that I could only wake up having this chemical in my body, having this stimulant in my body. Right, so when I would when I would wake up, if I didn't have that stimulant in my body, I couldn't function. Right? I couldn't function. I was really tired, and I just wanted to snooze. And I had trained my body 
to be tired unless these series of chemicals had entered my body, right? And when that started happening, I started realizing that I was shutting my internal systems off for waking up. I was, I was taking my power away that my body has in order to wake up and feel energized, and I was no longer allowing it to exercise its strength and exercise its power. I said, I don't need you guys anymore. I got these stimulants, I got this caffeine, I'm gonna be good. You know, this is what I'm using to wake up from now on. So you guys can just go away, I don't care. And what I realized is when I turned those systems off and when I told them they didn't have to work anymore, they did exactly that, they stopped working. They stopped functioning very well, right? And I became very reliant on this, this system to function of stimulants, caffeine, and all of this stuff. Um, which for me, I found was a very inconsistent energy source and a very inconsistent strategy for my long-term solution with narcolepsy. I, I started realizing like, okay, I'm 21, I have this thing. I got, you know, with modern technology, I probably got 80 years left to live, 80 years to live. So if I have 80 years left to live, I need a con something consistent. I need something that is going to to last for the next 80 years because I don't want something that's going to last for three months or six months or 12 months and then it's gonna crap out and it's you know it's not doing well for my body. I gotta train my body and I have to train my mind to get used to this condition and to make up for these deficiencies and find another route. All right, so what I found again for me personally was to not take stimulants and caffeine to wake up. I was using my own body systems to wake up naturally within the first hours, all right? And then after that, when I felt like I needed stimulants or caffeine or whatever like that, then I would take those to, get, again, continue my day. But in order for me to get up, I wanted to use my personal power and I wanted to train my body that when it's time to wake up, we wake up, all right? Again, it's not as black and white as that with narcolepsy but that is my goal and that is what I've been working towards. And the more that I work toward that, it seems to improve my symptoms and it seems to improve everything in my life around that, all right? Now, that is how to set up a morning routine. That is a great strategy to set up a morning routine. Now, when we're setting up, we had this, so last podcast we talked about nighttime routine. This time we talked about a morning routine and I wanted to talk about really the, the pattern of change. How do we change this stuff in our life, all right? Because now we're starting to, to stack on new principles and new habits. And obviously one, uh, one resounding factor that we've talked about a lot is be consistent. Train your body in the way that, talk to your body in the way that it understands. And that is through consistent habits and consistent actions, all right? When it's time to go to sleep, we are not entertaining it. We are telling it it is time to sleep. When it's time to wake up, we are telling it it is time to wake up, we are moving. All right, and we do our best, the best that we can to, in, to continue up with those habits. But also when we do this, guys, we wanna keep this stuff simple, especially off the bat. Implementing a bunch of, trying to implement a bunch of new crazy routines off the bat feels good at the beginning, right? It feels exciting uh, and we want to do it. We got a whole checklist of stuff that we're going to add. We have this whole crazy plan drawn up on our wall and we have papers and alarms going off everywhere but that typically leads to burnout and us not having success with this stuff. If you want success with this stuff, you want to start off very simple and you want to start off with things that you can succeed in, all right? So morning routine, try to wake up at a consistent time, viewing sunlight, 
reducing, for me, again, reducing caffeine or anything else uh, to wake up and, and allowing my body to naturally wake up and adding some activity. Simple, easy. Can we do that for three times a week? Can we do that for five times a week? How can we continue to improve on it week on week? Because implementing this stuff today, you guys are gonna wake up tomorrow and it's not gonna happen like that. It just won't happen like that. That is, that is just how it is. Uh, our body doesn't flip the switch like that. We have ingrained all these habits into our body and our body has been functioning a certain way for a long period of time. Just because we implement habits the first day, we're not going to have a life change. It doesn't happen like that, right? It is consistency. So this week, maybe we see if we can do it three times a week. Next week, we try four. The following week, we try five. The following week, we try six. You know, that is how you're going to make improvements. Trying to do it seven days a week starting this week, you're probably going to fail a lot. It's probably going to suck. You're not going to enjoy it. And then you're going to quit and say all of this stuff is horse crap. And then that's going to be it. All right. The end of your change, the end of your transformation, you go up, you go down, and you are on the narcolepsy roller coaster of emotions and, and all of that stuff, right? If we start simple, if we start with things that we can that we can succeed on, that is the way to make change, and that is our, our path to progress. I hope you all enjoyed that episode. Be sure to hit me up on social at Optimize with Jerry and let me know what you thought of it. And if you are ready to make a real change in your life and you want help create an optimized plan for your health, your fitness, and your nutrition, whether that be for weight loss, whether that be for getting active again, or just wanting to live a healthier life, be sure to go to narcolepsyoptimize.com to get more details.